Welcome to the Health Data Ethics Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Owens. And in this episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about considerations for wearables into everyday healthcare practice. And this is sparked by an article that I just found called Considerations for Integrating Wearables into the Everyday Healthcare Practice. And the title caught my eye because I'm really interested in the intersection of consumer data and healthcare data. So, you know, I wear a Garmin running watch, right? This thing collects lots of information about me. It is, in fact, linked up to my, not to my health information record, but to my employer. So I use this, I get steps, I get points, they gather a lot of information about me. And I'm always curious to know, like, okay, can I be prescribed exercise? Like, can I can I have this hooked up into my chart and have it, you know, track my, my mileage or my steps or my heart rate or something like this? And as I was reading this paper, what was really interesting to me was the the broader definition of wearables that I hadn't really thought about. So yes, fitness trackers, running watches, uh, the cool, really like super expensive little rings that measure your your sleep and all sorts of stuff. And then uh, the things that kind of cross over, like if if these are consumer wearable devices, um, maybe they're over the counter wearable devices. Then you start shifting into the prescription wearable devices, like a continuous glucose monitor. Um, maybe a Holter monitor. And then there's the wearable devices that kind of fall in between, <laughs> pun intended, because I'm thinking here about a fall monitor, right? Something you might wear if you're uh, at risk of taking a fall and you want it to alert somebody who's outside your household that you've taken a tumble. And so I thought this was really interesting um, as we were talking, uh, as I was reading through this and having an imaginary conversation with the authors of the paper, because they they take all of these various healthcare wearables into account. And they raised a few really interesting questions. So one of them was the high rate of hibernating devices, right? Hibernating devices. So let's say I purchase a running watch, a fitness tracker. Um, I train for a race. It's great. I love it. This does not go with many of my outfits. So it goes in the drawer and then we're done. So what happens to that data then? You know, where where does that go? And if that is useful in a healthcare setting, how do you encourage your patient to continue to use it? I thought that was really interesting. Um, they raised issues with equity and access, right? Regardless of location or geography. So a really good example here, you know, like a fitness tracker is expensive. Yes. But also getting fitness data into an app or into a database is also dependent on connectivity, right? I don't necessarily have um, a data plan that covers my Apple watch. I don't have necessarily have, you know, a, I may not live in an area that has good cell phone coverage, or I may not be able to frequently get to a place that has free public Wi-Fi. That's something that you, we do need to be thoughtful about, right? If fitness trackers and other wearable devices can provide a benefit, I think it's valuable to be thoughtful about who can benefit from that. I think when we think about fitness trackers, we think about style versus function. So as I'm scrolling around the internet, I get advertised a lot of continuous glucose monitors because I guess the internet thinks that I'm a person who is really interested in medical technology. They're correct. Um, but I think it's interesting that one of the ways that the the continuous glucose monitoring devices are marketed is that they're stylish or they're like they're they're fashionable, which is really interesting to me. Um, they're very cool technology. But I do wonder what happens, you know, when my when my running watch or when my continuous glucose monitor is now out of style, do I replace it with something that has the same function? Do I take the time hypothetically to integrate that back into my care? Is swapping out a wearable healthcare device a decision that I make with my healthcare provider? Or is this a decision that I make because, you know, the Apple Watch is cool? Or, you know, I decided that I liked this new ring better than the other thing that I had. 
there's a lot of considerations there when you have a device that is a consumer device and is subject to the pressures on consumer behavior, not just the pressures on healthcare behavior. And then the other thing you think about when you think about these this data and integrating this data into any sort of healthcare practice is you think about security and you think about being locked into a specific software system. So two separate considerations there. So yes, security, right? So my going back to my running watch, my running watch monitors my heart rate um, and it will trigger an alert that goes out to people that I set um, if anything happens, if the accelerometer triggers or if my heart rate goes up or down suddenly, it'll say, hey, you seem to be having a cardiac event and, and a, it'll let, give me a chance to cancel the warning. It would be nice to know. It might be nice to know. Let's say that I'm living alone and my watch has indicated that I'm having some sort of cardiac event. The EMTs who arrive on the scene might wish to have some of that information or the information that happened in you know the hour or so prior to my cardiac event. But then if that information is available to them, is it also available to anybody in my geographic region? You know, do you, can you wander by my house and pick up my signal for my warning watch, just like you would pick up your neighbor's Wi-Fi? It, it does raise some questions about what kind of data are you projecting out into the world around you? I like to think about people as having these like little auras of data that they trail through the world in. And then the other thing, which is maybe not as, I, I don't want to say it's not as interesting. It is certainly more of a baked in part of the technological ecosystem is being locked into a specific software system. So my running watch is a Garmin. I am locked into the Garmin system. I have the Garmin app on my phone. If I switch to a Fitbit or to an Apple watch, I I will, I can probably import the data, right? I'm reasonably technologically savvy. I can get it out as a CSV and get it. So I will, I will still have a record of that data, but any different system would need to be treated a bit independently as you're integrating it into your electronic health record or into your healthcare practice. So not if you want to say I, a, a healthcare provider, would like to incorporate commercial wearable device data into my healthcare practice, you have to think about integrating every single brand on the market and then keeping up with their software updates and, and all of the related security patches and whatnot. It's a pretty big burden, something to something to consider. So in the end, I thought the paper was really interesting. They've got a, a neat ecological slant on it as well. They talk about the ecological impact, not only of the devices, you know, you buy them, you wear them, you discard them, but also the ecological impact of keeping the data, which is something that I'd really like to think about more. <laughs> 